good day. I'm here uh, to talk about the Rebel Ridge Project, which is in Rockmaster Resources Corporation, a Vancouver-based junior company of which I'm the president and CEO of. And uh, we picked up this project in 2019 when we were thinking we should focus more on gold. We had a massive zinc project, which uh, we, we still have. And uh, it's a great project, but it wasn't getting the level of attention that we thought was necessary. And uh, we felt gold was going to make a big move, which it has been doing over the last few years. Brilliant. Good to meet you, John. Uh, and thanks very much for coming on the show and telling us your story. We've not met or spoken before, so we're just going to sit back and let this story wash over us. Uh, I might ask a few questions along the way, too. So uh, what do you kick off and tell us a little bit about your background? Well, I've been in the prospecting and exploration and mining development business since I was a youngster. I did my first jobs for major mining companies during the summer in high school. And then uh, I got uh, excited about a property that had been pitched to me by another older prospector, gave him my last $900 and never saw him again. So I chased that down and helped him uh, give it a paint job and sell it. And the next thing you know, I'm in the business. So that's what I did. My first interesting uh, summer was with Mark Rebliati, who, who went on to become a very famous, uh, world famous geologist. And uh, we still work together on a number of fronts. And uh, uh, so I'm not a schooled geologist, but I, I, you know, I'm a member of the Economic Society of Geologists and a few other things like that. And follow that path. I, I'm looking for good rocks, and that's what I do. And uh, on the Currently, of course, you end up running these public mining companies by default. Is <laughs> generally what happened here in the case of Rockmaster. So, so what else have you been um, a, a board director of this, in terms of public companies? Well, public companies going back a ways. Uh, had a small mine started with a company called Skylark Resources. Uh, had uh, a few other small projects with smaller companies. Uh, was involved in staking claims in Hamlow in Ontario and making some dollars, which helped pay for a wedding. And then uh, uh, moved on from there to, uh, 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 what did we do? Frontier Pacific Mining Corporation that got sold to, uh, uh, we ended up with a couple of properties in Europe and that got sold. Frontier Pacific was that one. And then Pacific Rim Mining Corporation that ended up being taken over by uh, uh, Catherine McLeod and that group uh, in the 80s. Uh, moving on, uh, Roca. Mines Limited was a uh, property uh, which I'd been involved in since the 70s, molybdenum, molybdenite property. Ended up picking that up again uh, and putting that into production with a public company and with a couple of great partners in the uh, early 2002, I guess we started that company on a property up in northern BC. We had another one called Stikine Gold, not Stikine Silver, the original one that was SK, but Stikine Gold. And uh, picked up a Kamenko property and uh, drilled that. Didn't get too far with that. And then we picked up the extension and all the ground to the north of the Sullivan Mine, the big Sullivan Mine in British Columbia from Tech, and drilled uh, three 9,500-foot holes there looking for the extension of the Sullivan Mine. Success, but a thin intersection. So we dropped that. And then uh, here I am with Rockmaster. We started off with a Peruvian porphyry copper gold property in Rockmaster. Gold fell out of bed about a year after we did that. 213 went on to do a uh, zinc deal amongst some other smaller ones in British Columbia. 
went on to do a zinc deal, uh, which is we still have that in the company. That's going to be spun out with a copper deal that we have in Rockmaster and do a new company called Four Metals Limited uh, with the uh, with the shares in that new company going to the shareholders of Rockmaster. And that's in process right now. That uh, it's a great zinc property, but we never did drill it. We have permits for all of those to drill. And, uh, we'll move those forward. Rebel Ridge. So 219. I uh, talked to a, uh, a huge Chinese company who had been investing in uh, in British Columbia in this project back in uh, as far back as 2011, 10 and 11. And they did a lot of work to develop it and, and double the size of the resource on the property before they lost interest, you know, mostly due to low gold prices. And I'm going to suggest some political seen there and they and they stopped investing in the project we went to them because i'd uh, i'd known about the project in the past i'd actually looked at it in 1976 with mark rebliati when we worked for uh south african goldfields so we were aware of it got an option on that uh quite cheaply uh second payment was two hundred thousand dollars and uh next payment a million dollars and then this last payment we just made was four million dollars so we're moving down an option path five-year option cash, no back-in clauses at all uh, with the Chinese group, no royalties, no net smelter return royalties, no equity coming out for them, just simply, and no work commitments. So simply a cash option. They want to get their money back and they're not coming back to Canada or um, South America at this point. Okay, so, uh, interesting. Um, just, just I want to sort of understand, um, th- before we get into the, the project proper, it was like, so Mark Rep- 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 Rebagliati. Rebagliati. Okay. Um, he is an active geologist on this, or is he on multiple projects working elsewhere yes, as well? Yes, he, he was our professional engineer until this year when he's retired. Okay. So he's retired as a PH, but he's still a consultant of ours. Right. So who are the people active, like literally? Mark is active. And uh, Jim Oliver. Uh, him and, him and uh, Jim had worked in Hunter Dickinson for, for a, over a decade. Made a lot of discoveries there. I saw Craig Parry's uh, name as well. Yeah, so Jim Oliver is our management, our project management geologist on site. Because he's the active guy. And also saw Craig Parry's name associated with it. Craig is an advisor right. role. He's been to site three times and uh, provides lots of input and connections and uh, capital markets. Right, and you've worked with him on, well, you sold him. Wiesler. Um, right? Yeah. Okay. Vizla, yeah. Got it. Okay. Right. Can we can we just talk talk about the sort of capital structure because it kind of looks if I look at your share price from 2023 to today, I mean it kind of shot shot out of the gate almost um, through 20 in 2020. Like I guess a lot of precious metal companies did, um, but yeah. it's come off and, and and continues to you know come off at the moment. Yeah, it's so come not, off. So what what what's happening there? What's, well, it's come off from the from the 50 cent level down to the 25 cent level. And, uh, you know, I, I would suggest in this market we've had since Christmas, it's been a tough market. It's been a complicated market. Uh, uh, it's a little bit of a tippy canoe. I, I, you know, a lot of people aren't sure which, which way to go and what to do. Uh, we've, I think we've held out fairly well compared to some of my uh, friends who have uh, suffered worse than we have. We have a couple of warts on this deal. We have a, a, a metallurgical story that goes back as far as British Petroleum when they had it for many years. Uh, Ross Beatty had it for 10 years. 
And uh, the reason it's not a mine was the, it's, it's the metallurgical issues that the property has enjoyed uh, since the 1930s or 20s. Right. And what was the other one? You said there were a couple. And the other one is just uh, it's a tight it's a tight site. You know, this is a, a typical British Columbia prop property. It's not out in the Nevada desert on the flatlands. You know, so it's a, What's a tight site mean? Sorry, I don't understand. Tight site, like in the mountains. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But, Fine. you know, we have great road access. We operate uh, 24-7, even in the winter. So currently in the winter, what we do is we drill underground uh, through some workings, which we have access to. And we've renovated all of that for underground diamond drilling. And then in the summer, we just do helicopter access for drilling and uh, road access for drilling. And uh, we have a large multi-hundred-kilometer square kilometer uh, land package in the area that we continue to prospect. Okay. And so, and we'll get on to the, the like in the new PEA that, that you, that you want to want to do, but so just, just, just on the metallurgical stuff, obviously you're doing a little bit of work on that yourselves at the moment. What, yeah, what's, so what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the historic issue being with, with that? Well, it's, it's mostly the gold is escapulated inside another mineral called arsenopyrite. And uh, we're not interested in using uh, uh, anything del- uh, deleterious or, we're not, or, or environmentally harmful. So we're looking at pressure oxidization, leaching, pre- pre-treatment of that of, of a concentrate product of that material. Just as simple as we can get with the technology that's off the shelf. This is not something new, but of course, in the last 10 years, there's been a lot of improvements in grinding, gravity, we can make a great higher grade concentrate end up with a smaller plant get good recoveries and and, and it's like i said it all fits on this site it's, there's, there's no issues in that regard we have cheaper power and we're close to a, a, a major industrial city which uh it's not it's not a big city but it has a lot of people there that are, that are helping us but everything from mechanically to construction to electrical and, and, and drilling and whatever we need is pretty handy Okay. And mm-hmm. like I said, we're operating year round, even in you know, even in this uh, terrain. It's beautiful compared to working up north. Right. So tell me, you, 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 I think you sort of describe yourself as, as a prospector, um, but with with this project it, it, that you picked up, it it's obviously had a few historic issues. You feel that you can work yeah. around those. Um, can you just just tell us a little bit more about what you have actually acquired? What you talk about the infrastructure there, etc. But yeah, what so else we did acquired you it because it uh, the blue sky. It already had approximately uh, a million and a half ounces of gold equivalent on it, and, and the Chinese had had increased that to two million when we got an option on it for for a very you know got our our foot on that deal uh, very reasonably. And as gold is going up in, in value, uh, our payments are not changing. There's no, you know, they, there's no equity we've given them. There's no backing clauses. There's no anything. So we're happy about that. Metallurgy. Uh, let's. We, we just have the a super good team working on that, including management by Autotech Metso, who are premier people in this world for uh, uh, building plants. If you want, or. Uh, and engineering that kind of a process, which we consider using on this site. If we want to make zinc concentrates with high silver in an area which we have uh, clean mineralogy, then we can do that and sell that to the Tex Melter and Trail, which is a few hundred kilometers to the south. Process the uh, more complicated metallurgical 
gold concentrates on site and poor Dore bars on site. And uh, that was explained in our PEA, which we will update this year. Um, so the 25 cents, well, I, you know, it's a combination of things, including metallurgy and including uh, a, a slow market. Uh, people did think we were going to instantaneously quadruple the size of this deposit with the drilling we were doing. And then I think they got their aspirations a little inflated there. We added a, a somewhere close to 400,000 ounces in the round of drilling that we did over the year. And we'll continue to expand it in 22. Uh, but, you know, a lot of it was deeper drilling, so you don't get uh, as many ounces for the footage you, you put into the ground. We are exploring. We're not filling in. There's no infill drilling happening on this property on my watch. We're making things larger and we're looking for new zones. And uh, that's what we'll continue doing this year. Metallurgically wise, we've done some drilling uh, further away from the original metallurgical uh, sampling that was done so that we could address any variability issues in, in the mineralized zone that take place in, in various spots. And that data can be used for more feasibility studies if you want to get up into that level. And that's what's happening right now. Okay, so this, this just to remind people, because this is a relatively high-grade um, yes. body you've got here. Okay, we're talking so six, yes. six, six and a half. Uh, grams per ton sort of level, but it is, as I say, deep. So let, let's break up. Let's break up the the um, the resource as it's indicated. So the MI bit, MNI bit is you know one point three six um, million ounces, and yeah. the inferred is about one point two, just over one point two from, from memory. Yeah. You're not interested in doing any infill drilling or um, no. advancing that. You want exploration. You want to see. Where you know what? What, do you, yeah, what, so what are you trying drilling, to work out with the exploration? Actually, with the exploration. That's drilling? right. So our drilling around those resources will be to expand the the resource on the uh, the inferred. Got it. Okay. Category, and then we're stepping out for many kilometers on strike and parallel and up over the next mountain and down the other hill. So we're we're doing that kind of work. Uh, as fast as we can, but with COVID, we were sort of sticking with only one drill. I didn't want to populate our work. We have a nice camp there we can utilize, but I didn't want to go through that process. So we've been running one drill uh, for a little over a year and, and, and pounded out lots of meterage with that. We have a great crew. It's uh, like I said, we're close to town. We can we can stay in town, come out to the site, do whatever we want. Pretty pretty handy. Um, so expansion of the resources, updating the uh, the PEA, that's going to happen. Metallurgy, we've come up with some great results so far, and you're about to see some more. Uh, just drop dead stuff. So it's 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 going to become uh, that resource, which uh, it didn't matter if it was uh, uh, Pan American or British Petroleum or Rockmaster. That two and a half million ounces is just going to go from the uh, the difficult side to the, well, it's an old story, the metallurgy's result. Right, okay. So that's a value add that's incredible. Right, okay. And there's this- On, on the resource. Which is, yeah, the, some of the, these historic stories is they do tend to stick in people's minds and they don't tend to bother to update themselves. So you, you've got to shout that from the rooftops, don't you? Um, yeah. So we, can you just kind of split up the, the, the drilling budget for me then? So with regards to um, getting an updated PEA, how much money and what's the timing on that? Yeah, so right right now we have 
about three and a half million in the in the bank for drilling. Okay. And we'll probably get into uh, June, and then we'll do another financing. We'll do a flow through shared tax uh, financing to continue drilling. We have enough hard dollars in the bank to do any of that uh, uh, work that we need to do for metallurgy or, uh, or or anything that doesn't qualify for. Do you think that's that. sort of making given the given the you know the the depths of some of the drilling today? Do you think that? the financial constraints there make people nervous or do you feel that you or you would argue that you're doing this sensibly not diluting shareholders do you know what i mean there's those two, two camps that get them get all the money you can while you can and others are be slightly more conscious of, of dilution so yeah we are always uh, aware of the dilution and uh, issues and of course at 25 cents a share it's a it, it's an issue so we're not putting any more money in the bank than we need at this point, right. we have lost to continue a, a good round of drilling, uh, and, and of course, results don't come in super fast. So, uh, are they? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the results are extremely slow the last two years. Right. Okay. Um. And so, and then, so, so that's the kind of PA component. And then, with regards to the going up the hill and down the other side bit, where you actually want to sort of get get the real blue sky component. I mean, what are you allocating for? How much of the the three and a bit are you allocating for that? Well, we uh, but again, that's another issue where you you know whenever you find something on surface and you send it in for assay, even if it's visually exciting, you know you're going to wait to put all that data together before you fly a drill over there. So it's a it's a little bit tricky. We have a lot of nice targets now that we can drill, so probably uh, half our budget is for pretty expansion type hunting for uh, new showings with the drill, prospecting with the drill. Okay. And uh, we've got some great showings for that. We've also got back a bunch of results we're just compiling now from soil sediment samples that we've done last fall. Okay. So, and, and so and where do you sit in, the, in terms of the argument of, you know, with the, with the, the, these days, what sort of number do you think you need to put out with the PA to kind of get get noticed, get the credit for it? Because a lot of, it kind of used to be, hey, put out a million, million uh, ounces and people pay attention. Now it seems to be like two million no, we're, ounces. So. Yeah, that's that's old news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, I don't know. Like we're going for three million ounces. Okay. This year, that's the target. Three million ounces. And uh, and uh, and then, of course, on top of that, have, have a nice uh, batch of targets to follow up on. Okay. And resolve any metallurgical. You know, any, any metallurgical issues that we had last year are, are virtually gone. And, and we'll resolve a lot of that, fine-tune it this year, put all that in an updated PEA with a new resource. So. Okay. And do you think that um, with the guts, if you can hit that 3 million ounce thing, you know, would you, you I mean, obviously hopefully it has, it has an impact in terms of the the volume of trading and then the liquidity, et cetera. But um, in terms of the, the share, the, the the share register at the moment. I mean, there's a lot of insiders on this thing at the moment. I mean, and you, I know you've got Crosscat in there, but you know, Crosscat are in a, in a lot of these small plays at the moment. You're know, hedge, hedging their bets, like I, I suppose. But what what's the kind of profile of <coughs> investor that you're looking for, or that you want to be talking to? Well, we we currently do have very serious people who are investors in it, and they're still in it, and, and they're in it because of that blue sky. They're in it because they can see that we're going to take what wasn't uh, an economic deposit because the energy has become an economic deposit, or at least be framed that way. Right. Uh, of course, it doesn't happen until you mine it, but uh, 
So let, let me be clear about what, what, what the blue sky component is. He's saying the, the, the blue sky is the fact that you've sorted out the metallurgy and you're going to deliver a 3 million ounce, all categories, um, uh, resource. Or is it the drilling that you want to be doing with the... It's, it's future drilling. Right. This, okay. this is a beautiful orogenic deposit, which is uh, even in the main zone itself, without expanding that north, north or south, it's going to go down deep kilometers deep and big changes are happening down there too we've started to get a, a, a zone uh, parallel to the main zone sulfide zone which is all free gold which is a beautiful surprise to have it's, it is no metallurgical challenge challenges whatsoever and uh you know um, we're working on that okay expanding the free gold potential and also just trying to understand the economics or confirm the economics is, very, sort of, is an ever-changing environment with regards to costs um, out there. The, you know, I was just looking at the PEA highlights in 2021. I mean, right. you know, NPV5, you know, 425 million or so, 30, yeah. 30% IRR, and a reasonably low ASIC in, in, in there. I mean, and, and also, you know, very, you know you're talking about the analyzed production of like 124, 125,000 ounces a year. I mean, it, it, it it does paint the picture of something, you know, quite quite attractive, but people aren't getting that. That's right. So it's very undervalued. Okay. Do you want to talk about 2022? What are you going to do? <laughs> and we're in a, you know, this area is, uh, if you're going to develop a project, or at least I can hand it off to somebody who's going to develop it, it's going to be a nice package in a nice area. Tier one jurisdiction, lots of backup. We built, I, I, my team's built mines in this valley in the past. Uh, whether it's a, um, uh, making deals with the local communities or the First Nations or, or just construction and making sure it gets done. We've got the ability to do that ourselves or at least package it so that uh, it's, it's fairly um, friendly looking in the hands of another, uh, somebody might want to get involved or, or take, take it off our hands. Right. But okay. I think three million, getting back to your asking there, I think three million ounces is, is a better number to be uh, talking about. Okay, and then when I, when I look at the PowerPoint in, um, with regards to 2022 objections, it kind of comes up with a Canadian dollar number of 13.5 million. Is that is that cumulative over the last two years, or is that the, because that those numbers aren't the same as you, you described to me earlier in terms of the, the drilling budget? Yeah, our payment dates are the end of February, beginning of March. Yeah. So explain and that. Yeah, that's a, it's not a cheap option. Yeah. Too, but, but uh, you know, you've got billions of dollars worth of gold there already. The value of the Canadian dollar is not going up. It's going down. Um, the more we find on this project and the more we um, uh, take de-risk it, especially on metallurgy side, uh, you know, I, I do get the odd query from the vendor on the property about how they might going forward, you know, make some more money in the future if we put this into production. And I haven't gone down that path quite yet, quite yet in that discussion. But I have, they, they, not, they do know and they have been uh, asked to think about uh, taking all those payments off the shelf and letting us use that money to go drilling and uh, maybe make a little more money down the road from production. And so... Uh, that's a topic which we revisit regularly with them. But right now, I cannot even get on a plane and go to Beijing to have a meeting without getting off and entering a three-week quarantine. So I'm just not interested in, in that. No. It, and politically, they don't have much, uh, uh, you know, they're not coming over here for holidays like they used to. Well, okay. So, but that's, so that sounds like an interesting conversation to be had because, 
it, it would make sense, well, for, definitely for you and possibly for them if you, if you get it right, um, to yeah. be able to allocate that capital on the project. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I guess that's that's something to um, stay up to date with with, so with you. I'm saying, let's, yeah, let's let's get the share price up this spring and uh, get drilling and uh, show some good uh, fine tune some uh, different uh, metallurgical results there and make sure that we've got all the bases covered. Okay. And mm -hmm. it, it, it's a bit of a, a an interesting choppy market. For junior miners right now, uh, gold nineteen hundred or two thousand dollars an ounce. It the, the way the market is reacting, it's five hundred dollars an ounce. So, how do how, how do you read that? Oh, I I stopped you, I stopped trying six months ago. <laughs> I think my, my, my people are struggling with that one. Um, but well, we have a dollar eighty zinc, and and it's not choppy. The zinc market's not choppy, and uh, base metal markets are looking good. Uh, the spin-out that we're doing is a lot of value add for the shareholders of Rockmaster. Rock, Rockmaster is not getting paid for that. It's the shareholders that will get the new shares in the new company. Right. Just on and and he's going to he's going to manage that. Is it going to be the same management team? Just a different entity. Some of it will be, yeah. Right. And we'll have some different people in there who are specialized in that. Right. Okay. And so you'll go and write. Wait, what's the timing on that one? Sorry. Uh, that's likely uh, the entire process to the finish line is around six months. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I, I guess you can't tell us much more than that at, at the moment. For when it's trading. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay. So I mean, so I mean, what's so you're, you're okay? You're okay for cash for a while then, by the by the sounds. You're not you're not burning through. Too much. It, yeah, we are. We're getting pretty good mileage with the money. Uh, the most expensive part of our drilling campaign when we started was renovating the under renovating the site and the underground workings. Uh, there's many kilometers of underground workings that needed to be electrified and ventilated and safety, and that's all done. So whenever we resume drilling. Uh, on that site, we just walk in and flick the switch. Okay, interesting. Okay, John, I like, um, like, appreciate the run through um, sure. of the story. Not heard it before, so I was kind of I was keen to try and understand what was what was sort of going on um, there because, like I say, it's it, it, it's on the surface of it, it looks it seems quite attractive. Um, so like, um, look, stay, look, stay in touch. Let us know how you get on with with the drilling. I'd be I'd be keen to sort of um, see see what that looks like when it, when you start getting yeah. these assays back in. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's revisit later uh, when we've got more drill results and uh, metallurgical results will always be coming in because it's like I said, we 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 need to test the whole all the different spots in the ore zone uh, that are because they're different, so they're variable. You can't just take uh, samples like we did in the old days from one level underground and apply that to the whole zone. So we're covering all our bases with that. And uh, But right now, just so you know, we have a flow sheet that works. And uh, that's an amazing thing to say uh, when this property's never had one in the past. Okay, John. Well, like, um, stay in touch. Um, we'll speak to you soon. Okay.